Welcome to the Happy Whole You Podcast. I'm Anna Marie Frank, your brain health and wellness expert. Here we talk about all things wellness with a focus on how your brain functions. So the daily impact of our physical, nutritional, financial, even spiritual lives, how they impact our brain, including how we navigate all of our relationships on a daily basis, all have a major impact on how our brain functions. So get ready to rewire your biology and your brain because we have a lot of great information ahead. Hello, 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 amazing, beautiful humans. Here we are on another episode of the Happy Who You podcast. And today, of course, you know I have someone amazing. I have Miss Tina Anderson, who is the CEO and founder of Just Thrive. And I want to share with you a little bit about Tina before we jump in, because she has a very unusual, unique story and how she got into natural health, because she actually began her career as a trial lawyer, and she specialized in settling cases by bringing both sides together, which was a personal passion of hers. But once her second child was born, she decided to leave her high stress job so she could focus on her family. And luckily, she was able to use her considerable amount of legal skills to point her career in a new direction as an in-house counsel for a family pharmaceutical company. But what Tina saw there made her really change her direction again, and she was frustrated by the many abuses in the pharmaceutical industry. And this is where Tina then turned to the field of natural health and found her really her passion and her life's work. And she channeled her energy into learning all about gut health and disease and prevention and good health maintenance. And this led her to discover the importance of gut health and how connected and crucial it is for overall health and wellness. And, you know, your gut health health definitely impacts how your brain functions and how your brain functions impacts your gut health. They like your gut and your brain are literally two brains. And so anyways, Tina loves sharing her discovery with the world. And with her husband, they were able to create a superior probiotic, the superior probiotic strands that they use from renowned researcher, Dr. Simon Cutting. And their product, you guys, is amazing. That is the probiotic that we use at Happy Whole You because, well, she's going to share all about it. So let's just jump right in. And we also have wonderful code for you guys. It's called Happy 10, and you'll be able to get 10% off everything in the Just Thrive line. We'll add a link in the show notes and more information to come. So anyways, let's jump in. Here we go. Tina, thank you for joining me today. Oh, well, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> All right. So let's just jump right in. And if you could just share the importance of gut health and what are the offenders of gut health? And because I know you are all things gut health. You're the woman to go to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. I am very passionate about gut health. And, and the reason I'm so passionate about it is because it really dictates every aspect of our overall health. And I think that's what is so hard for people to understand. So many people have gone to 
you know, gut health, they think, oh, constipation, diarrhea, gas, bloating. And, and those are all reasons why you would look to your gut health as maybe having a problem, but it's, it's any type of condition that you have is really affected by the health or unhealth of your gut microbiome. And the thing that is also kind of new in, in science, or, you know, we found out over the last 10 years is that we are 10 times more bacterial cells than we are human. So like, just kind of grasp that for a minute, you know, it's like 10 times more bacteria than we are human. Like we've been raised all these years and you know, that bacteria is bad for us. And really it's only like less than 1% of the bacteria out there is harmful. Most of the bacteria is actually really beneficial for us. And, you know, we are, we are so trained to stay away from bacteria and yet we are more bacteria than we are even human cells. So it's really hard to find any health condition out there. That's not associated with an imbalance in your gut flora. So, like I said, people go to like gastrointestinal issues like gas, bloating, diarrhea, constipation. And yes, those are certainly areas of health where you would probably know you have some gut dysbiosis, but people aren't thinking of like mental health disorders or cancer, diabetes, Alzheimer's, allergies, autoimmune issues, all of those conditions stem from an imbalance in your gut. Another big one is skin issues. You know, a lot of people have skin issues. I, we always tell people, start with your gut, start focusing on your gut before you're do, putting any creams on or simultaneously while you're putting different creams on. So I can't overstate the importance of our gut anymore because it is really dictating virtually all aspects of our overall health. And, th and then you had asked about the offenders of gut health. And Unfortunately, the world we live in is so toxic to our gut flora. We have the antibiotics that we take, antibiotics that we take, even a single course of clindamycin had shown to wreak havoc on the gut for a year's period of time. Some antibiotics have shown two years period of time that they would actually cause this havoc in the gut flora. Antibiotics are not just that we, not just that we take, but antibiotics are found in our foods. I mean, we, we eat antibiotics in the meats and, and things like that. So we are being faced with antibiotics, even when we don't realize that we are. And then there's glyphosate, of course, the yeah. active ingredient. That's so true. I and mean, we don't even in so many things that we use in products and we don't realize all the micro doses that we get of a lot of different things like fragrance and the hormones and the glycosate and all that stuff. So yeah, continue, please. I'm yes, <laughs> absolutely. Well, yeah, the glyphosate is really interesting because that is sprayed over all of our crops. It mm -hmm. is so disruptive to our gut microbiome. And the worst part is with antibiotics, antibiotics kill off the bad bacteria, which is why people take them. And I never suggest that you don't take an antibiotic. They save lives. I mean, we have to take them. You, the CDC actually came up with a study that showed that 50% of all antibiotics are actually prescribed unnecessarily. And mm -hmm. that's in due in large part because of doctors over prescribing, but it's also due in large part to patients really pushing doctors to write a prescription. I, Hey, I'm going out of town. Give me this. I have the sniffles. You know, we right. don't want to take antibiotics, but, but we know antibiotics kill off the bad bacteria and that's what they are supposed to do, but they unfortunately kill off the good bacteria. Here's the worst part about glyphosate, which is again, the active ingredient in Groundup that's sprayed over all of our crops is it only targets the beneficial bacteria. So it's not even targeting the bad bacteria. It's only targeting the beneficial bacteria. So I really, you know, recommend people stay away from glyphosate, you know, try to eat as clean and organic as possible because it really is so disruptive to our gut health. But even, you know, even if we're eating super clean and all that, I mean, even our organic food does have some, you know, with the rainwater and all, it's just being 
it's all over the place and we, we can't totally get away from it, but it's definitely limiting your exposure. If you're, you know, staying away from, you know, the non-organic food, you know, you want to stay away from the non-organic food. So, and then you mentioned like the household or the, the beauty products and things like that. I mean, they are loaded with toxins that are so disruptive to our gut microbiome. They're disruptive to our hormones. They're disruptive to our gut microbiome. It's really important to try, just introduce, I, I always try to tell people, just take baby steps, you know, maybe this month introduce, you know, replace one chemical laden beauty product with one that's more natural and then see how it goes and then introduce another one. But a lot of these, you know, beauty products and self-care products are really actually not caring for ourselves. They're actually causing some disruptive in the gut microbiome. And, and the other interesting one is household products. You know, there was a study that came out that showed that households that use those cleaners, like kills 99.99% of the bacteria, um, actually had children with a higher incidence of allergies and higher incidence of autoimmune issues. So it's really important that we are trying just spray, you know, use soap and water, use water with some essential oils and just try not to use those harsh cleaners, but certainly not on a daily basis. You wouldn't want to do that. And one of the other big offenders of gut health is stress, you know, and people really don't believe that, you know, they're like, Oh, come on, you know, but <laughs> stress, you know, there's that huge connection between the gut and the brain. And, you know, we have got to take care of stress. Stress is really wreaks havoc on our gut because the brain and the gut are talking to each other through the vagus nerve and uh, really important. That's why people who have maybe anxiety, depression, you know, Alzheimer's dementia, they already have some gut dysbiosis as it is. And so we know that they're talking back to each other. So we want to try to be calm, eat clean and avoid antibiotics and glyphosate as much as possible. Yeah. I mean, it's so true. And the thing about it is like going back to even just like the skin issue that you're talking about, how, you know, people have these skin issues happening and, you know, in natural health, we're not big proponents of literally putting salves and all this stuff over your skin. Cause your skin is the biggest organ in the body and it's trying to excrete. It's trying to get rid of something. And so that's a lot of times where we have these rashes or we'll have things that come up and, you know, sometimes you're looking at the skin and it's totally going back to your gut. Right, <laughs> you right. don't associate it. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? I know. Or even like hormones too. I forgot to mention that. I mean, you know, all of our hormones are produced and secreted in our gut. So we have like serotonin, all the neurotransmitters are produced in our gut. Serotonin, 90% of our serotonin is produced in our gut. Mm. Dopamine is produced in our gut. GABA is produced in our gut. I mean, we can't, again, I can't overstate enough the how importance of your gut for every aspect of your health. Yeah. It's so true. I mean, overall health is like, is key. And that's the thing. And when we go to, you know, a lot of times we'll go to a doctor, they specialize in, you know, well, let's just use a dentist, for example, a dentist specializes from your chin to your nose. Right. Right. I mean, it's, yeah. and we forget that, you know, all of our organ systems speak to each other and how important it is that we have overall function and, oh my gosh, this could go in so many different directions, but I'm going to stay focused on the gut. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So I met your team, I think about four years ago at a conference and, you know, I would take probiotics, but you go to the grocery store and you're like, do I get one that's refrigerated? Do I get one that's not refrigerated? Oh my gosh. There's like a million different options, blah, blah, blah. And I would 
when I would work with people, it would be like, okay, yeah, go to the health food store. And I'd give them like a list of a, a few things to pick up at the health food store. This is before I started carrying your product at my center. And people come back and say, well, which one? And I'm like, well, talk to the special, you know, the person there. And, and you know, not all health food stores have people that specialize and understand how the products work. And so I'm like, well, I got to do my own research. I've got to figure out what is a really good probiotic because this is super important. And yeah, about four years ago, I met your team and they just were, I mean, all about educating and which is what I love about your company is that you're all about educating people and giving you the facts and giving you the information. Then you have a product that like totally like backs it up, which is like, (laughs) yay. First, can you talk about, you know, why should people take a probiotic and what the difference is? in probiotics and, you know, the different spores and things like that, if you could jump into that. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for your kind words. I really appreciate it because we do put such an emphasis on education, but congratulations to you too, for, you know, researching and realizing that there is so much more to it. And so really appreciate people like you and, and platforms like this that could educate the rest of the world, because that's one of our core values of our company is just empowering people. We need, like you were talking about the dentist, you know, the dentist is just looking from the chin to the head, you know, they're not looking at your whole body and that's what you're doing. People like you are doing. And, and I encourage everybody out there, every customer, everyone listening is just to take control of your health by doing your research and listening to platforms like yours and um, who do the research and education. So, and now I forgot the question. No, the question was, uh, you know, what is, what are spore-based probiotics initially, or was it the refrigeration? What, why should people take a probiotic and then the difference in the probiotics? Yeah. Well, the reason that we should all be taking a probiotic is that we know our gut is being attacked on a daily basis, you know, from, from all the things I just mentioned to, you know, toxins, the air we're breathing, to the processed foods, to this world we're living in, the chemicals all around us, uh, EMFs. I mean, you name it. There is, you know, we are just being, our gut is being attacked. So we want to do a lot of things to support our gut health. One of them is taking a high quality probiotic, you know, other things, because I don't want to always leave it all doom and gloom. I mean, another thing that we have found to be really beneficial based on research has been intermittent fasting. I do think sometimes intermittent fasting doesn't always work for people and you have to respect your body and listen to your body. But I was one of those people that thought I could never do it. And I, I do do it on a pretty regular basis, but I think you have to listen to your body, but fasting does, we know help support the gut health. Having a diverse microbiome is really important. And why the way to achieve that is by eating a diverse group of foods. So you could be eating lots of different types of foods, like try to eat we, as Americans. I think we eat like 16 different types of foods over a year period of time when our ancestors used to eat like 500 different types of food throughout a year period of time. So those are all things that we could do to support our gut health. But as far as a pro, so I do think everybody should be taking a probiotic. The problem with probiotics is that we don't know which ones are really doing anything. And so everything, like you said, is that we do is based on research. So one of the first studies that we did as a company was a gastric survivability study. We always knew that there was this myth out there that in order to be a good probiotic, it needs to be refrigerated, you know? So, you know, the health food store owner or the health food store clerk would always tell you, oh, take, or you sometimes a doctor would always say, make sure you take one that's in the refrigerator because those are live microorganisms. I used to say the same thing. Yeah, Yeah, I know. And that's true. They are live microorganisms, but Mm -hmm. they don't need to be alive in the refrigerator. They need to be alive when they reach your intestines. And most of those probiotics will not make that journey. They have to make the journey from 
you know, the refrigerator to your home, you know, in the car, and then you get home and then hopefully you remember to put in the refrigerator, but let's just say they are alive by the time you bring them home, then you're swallowing them. And now they can't withstand the room temperature of a store shelf. Otherwise they would die. So how in the world would they ever survive your body temperature, which is 98.6? And the answer is they, they aren't, but let's just say they did. Let's for argument's sake, say that they did. What would happen when they get to the stomach acid. The stomach is meant as the gastric barrier. It's very, very acidic. And most probiotics, the overwhelming majority of them on the market today are dying by before they ever get to the intestines, the acid in the stomach is killing them. So it's not till, you know, they, and so then what you're getting is dead bacteria and people will say, but I, I did take probiotics and they did give me some symptomatic, or they did make me feel better. And it is true that sometimes dead bacteria will give you some degree of symptomatic relief but you want a probiotic that's going to go in there and actually make a true change in the gut flora, get to the root cause. You know, that's what we're all about in the space that we're in getting to the root cause. And so that's what the spores that are found in just thrive do that are different is they're a spore based probiotic. So they are not made up of lactobacillus and bifidobacterium. They are made up of bacillus endospore strains. And the biggest difference is they have this endospore shell around itself. That's natural. We have not enterocoded them. We have not take done anything to make them unnatural, or this is the way these bacillus spores were found in nature. So they're, when they're in the capsule, they're dormant. They're not live microorganisms. They're dormant. You swallow them. They're dormant. They have their shell around itself. They get to that stomach acid where it's super acidic. They still have that shell on it and they stay intact. When it hits the intestines, when that capsule gets into your intestines, when those strains get into your intestines, they take their shell off. I'm not talking about the capsule. I'm just talking about, you know, the strains of probiotics. They take their shell off and that's when they go into their live vegetative cell state. That's when they become alive. So it's not until they hit the intestines that they are alive. And that's exactly the definition of a probiotic. In order to be a probiotic, it needs to arrive alive and confer a benefit onto the host. So these strains we know meet the first part of the definition that they actually arrive alive in the intestines. And then the second part is that they confer a benefit onto the host. And we've studied this time and time again. Um, like I started saying, we the first study that we ever did was a gastric survivability study. They took the leading selling probiotic sold at a major health food store with 50 billion CFUs died off 99.99% by the time it got to the intestines with the strains and just thrive, they actually got to the intestines hundred percent alive. Now, since then independent third-party labs have done numerous studies on the majority of these probiotics that are dying off 99.99% by the time that they get to the intestines. So when you're going to take a probiotic, if you're going to, you know, spend your money on it, you need to take one that's arriving alive. And, and even, you know, I always say with people with just thrive, like it's, even if you take a half of a capsule every day, or you take one capsule every other day, because maybe, you know, the other ones are cheaper out there. And that's so much better than taking something that's dead. I mean, talk about a waste of money. It's like taking something that's mm-hmm. dead, you know, so it's really important that you focus on that. And then the other big thing too, that's another bit myth out there actually is, you know, this 50 billion is better than 10 billion or 10 billion is better than 5 billion or hundred. Now there's probiotics that are 250 billion is better than 50. And, and that really is, there's no research behind more is better. The research is about what do these strains do when they get to the intestines? And one of the studies that we did was a gut model study 
it actually showed that these strains caused a 30% favorable shift in the gut flora within two weeks. I mean, this was, you know, it's profound. I mean, it's, I don't know of any other probiotic company that has a study of that magnitude that's saying that within two weeks, these strains, you know, just three, three billion CFUs are actually causing this, you know, 30% favorable shift. So a lot of myths out there, but I would say it's just, it's so important to take a probiotic because it is supporting all aspects of your overall health. And you want to take one that's actually doing what it's supposed to do. That meets the definition of a probiotic. So good. Yeah. I, so the way I describe it to my clients is with your guys's product, it like gets to the upper GI tract. So starting with small intestines and it starts to like plant little seedlings mm-hmm. and then they like flourish and they grow. I think of like a chia pet. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> no, that is the, what I've made up in my head is what, yep. what's going on. And I always like my clients that are on more of like a tighter budget. I'm like, okay, listen, I want you to take the first 30 days. And then after that, then go to that every other day right? Because that is better than nothing. And your gut needs that continuous support. And and you can do that with your product because it is so amazing, which is what I love. And people just report back like within a, like 30 days that their gut health has already improved. And it's so rewarding to hear yeah. that. Oh, well, thank you. I love hearing those stories. They never get old. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> But I love that seedling um, analogy. I love to use like the gardener, like these strains are like the gardener, like you said, in the gut. I mean, they actually are going in and getting rid of the pathogenic, you know, stuff that, you know, the bad stuff, the weeds, and then they're going in and helping the good ones come back to life. So, and planting the seeds out there. So they're attaching to the intestinal cell wall, just like they plant, like the seedlings are planting to the soil in the garden. These strains are actually attaching to the intestinal cell wall and they're going in and, and, you know, the colonizing there's there for about 21 to 28 days. And before they leave the body where most probiotics just go through, they pass through similar to food. These actually stay there for about 21 to 28 days, working through every part of the intestinal tract. So they were like the gardener of the gut. And I love that they're a capsule because like my son, he can swallow pills. Um, but my daughter, not so much. So I just break hers open and and put it in her morning shake. And so she gets it that way. So yeah. And the other thing I want to remind everyone too, is that um, you could open them and put them in hot food or, you know, you could bake with them. We actually have a study that showed that these could be baked with up to 455 degrees. So my son used to always eat piping hot oatmeal and I just throw it. I used to throw it in there and they would be totally fine. Oh, that's awesome. That's so good to know. I mean, especially for kids, like with I mean, you know, my mom, she barely brought me to the doctor. So, I mean, I, I gotta, I almost feel like I got to get out of jail free card. I wasn't put on antibiotics my whole life. I played outside mm-hmm. in the rain and the mud, all of the things like oh, living in the midwest. But then I think about, you know, when I was a new mom and go taking my kid to daycare. And if your kid had a sniffle, my daycare person would say, Oh, you need to bring him to the doctor. And I was always kind of like, really? Like, I feel like yeah. we're bringing our kids to the doctor, like way too much. Like, yeah, exactly. alive And a little bit of a fever is not a bad thing. And so, <laughs> so I went through this short period where I was questioning everything I was doing as a mom. And I had to start really researching because there was like this, this, I don't know, this cultural aspect of bring your kid to the doctor, put them on an antibiotic. It's no big deal. Get them on an antibiotic. And then I started to be like, well, this isn't no, like, I don't know. Something didn't feel right about it. And then I do, 
I actually helped my son. He had some, I won't give it a diagnosis because, and you know, in natural health, we don't diagnose. We just help with foundations of health, but ultimately he had bacteria in his throat. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to give this about five to seven days. And unless, you know, something got really bad, then I would bring him because I didn't want to put him on an antibiotic. And Mm -hmm. I was able to help him support his body to get rid of this. And I had, I had put a post out online um, and just kind of updated people on it. And I had, you know, a a doctor that just sent me this long message about my kid's going to have, you know, all these issues and blah, blah. blah. And I'm like, what is happening here? Like, listen, we, I feel like we need to like support each other and, you know, I'm not being reckless. And I don't think ultimately people want to be healthier. They want to do things in a more, you know, natural way. But I also think that with the lack of education that a lot of us have in natural health, we're not best able to make those decisions because we just don't know. So it takes people like you and people like me to start educating and just saying, Hey, you know, like if your kid's going to go on an antibiotic, a a probiotic would be probably like, yes, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Reasonable thing to put them on. And the fact that doctors are just are not saying, Hey, also you probably want to support your child's gut bacteria because this probiotic or this antibiotic is going to take away all the good gut bacteria. That should be something that is said to people. And the fact that it's not, is like, it's disturbing to me. But again, you know, I always tell my clients to, you know, a Western doctor can't know everything. I can't know everything. You can't know everything. And that's why it's good to have a variety of people and do your own research that can be really beneficial for you. And I think what's hard is that, you know, the Western doctors can't know everything for sure, but unfortunately they're getting most of their education through big pharma, you know, big pharma is educating medical schools. And so I think that's where it gets a little bit challenging because they're not being exposed to nutrition. They're not being exposed as much as they should be, you know, they're not being exposed to alternative forms because of the fact that insurance isn't covering it. It's all for the wrong reasons, you know? And so that's what I think is frustrating. And that's why I am so passionate about trying just to empower people, you know, so much, we invest so much of our resources into double blind human clinical trials, into education on our website, blogs and things like that, because we want people to be empowered, not just about gut. We know gut health is, you know, reflects everything in our health. It's it's the foundation that you go on when you're trying to get yours to heal in whatever you're doing, you want to focus on your gut health, but you know, we want to also empower them on all different aspects of their overall health. And it's oftentimes a mystery. And the last thing you want to do is put a bandaid on something and then not know what the root cause is. I think pharmaceuticals are great for emergency type situations for acute type situations. You know, maybe you want to be on something for a little while until you could figure out what's going on. But, you know, I would just encourage people to figure out why you're on this pharmaceutical and what it is that you could do to, you know, maybe get off of it and and work with a doctor that's more open-minded about different type of alternative, you know, treatments and things like that. But Mm -hmm. good for you. Good for you. What a gift that you're giving your son and your kids too. And what a gift you were given that you got to play in the (laughs) outside and, you know, not go to the doctor all the time. So that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And you have, you have a little bit of background working with pharmaceutical company with background as a lawyer. So I can only imagine how that kind of 
pushed you in the direction. You're yeah. Well, yeah. seeing some of the abuses firsthand was, yeah, it definitely, I read a lot of Wayne Dyer and Norman Vincent Peale, my husband and I both do. And we're like, we are not doing our life's work and we've got to uh, do something that means something to us and is going to make a change in the world, the positive change in the world. And so never been more happy than during this past year to be in the area that I am. Cause I feel like we really are making an impact on humanity right now. I do feel like I know, you know, what it's doing for people and supporting them and being able to, you know, make their bodies. Re- we want to make ourselves resilient during this time. And we know that supporting your gut health, 80% of your immune system is found in your gut. I mean, we need the number one thing we need to do to support our immune system our, uh, is to support our gut because our immune cells don't even react if our gut is dysfunctional. If we don't have a healthy microbiome, it doesn't even signal to our immune cells to start to help out. So yeah, it's been really fun to be in this industry, no doubt. Yeah. And I love what you said, because honestly, like, so just take, for example, the vaccination of people go and get this vaccination, you know, it's a personal choice, but that vaccination is only going to be as effective and as strong as the human host that that vaccination is going into. And we're not talking about that, right? Like if you don't have a healthy gut, if you don't have a healthy immune system to begin with, that vaccination is not going to do to the extent of what it could do in a healthy host. And then just remembering that our bodies have about 400 million viral particles at any given minute, right? right? right. Forget that our bodies are so smart. They know what to do, but you have to put them and give them the right building blocks. And some of those building blocks are these probiotics, these spores that can go and help with that good, healthy gut bacteria. That is one of the building blocks that we need in our bodies. And so absolutely, um, there's no time like the present with a, a pandemic. And And yeah. And the other thing is your gut is absorbing nutrients so much better when it's healthy. I mean, when it's not healthy, it's not absorbing. You could be taking all the vitamin C and vitamin D and (laughs) and everything else that you're taking, which are all great things to be taking. I mean, I'm, I'm taking them myself, but I just think that, you know, we have to remind ourselves that it's not like you are what you eat or it's, uh, you are what you take. It's, uh, it's, you are what you absorb. And when your gut is inflamed, it's not absorbing nutrients. And so we, and we have this dysfunctional gut, it's not absorbing nutrients. So like taking care of your gut is foundational for health. It is ground zero. It's where you start. You know, for many years, it was people were taking a multivitamin and, and that's great. That's fine. That's good to take, but this is ground zero because anything else you're doing is going to work that much better when you're taking care of your gut. Yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh. That's great information, Tina. Thank you so much for, for jumping on here with me and to everyone listening, you can actually use the code happy 10 and you will get 10% off your order. And then I'll also include a, a link for just thrive that you guys can click on and use and use your code and all the good things. So Tina, thank you. And thank you for giving our listeners a, a little bonus discount. We appreciate that. Oh yeah. Thank you so much. And thanks for the great work you're doing. I really appreciate it. Thanks for joining us today, you guys, on this Happy Whole You podcast. We are so stoked that you are listening. And if you have questions or want to reach out to us, you can always email us at info at happyholeyou.com. And you know where to find us at Happy Whole You on Facebook and at Happy Whole You on Instagram. So have a wonderful day. Have a great week. And we will see you soon.